0: We're here with Shawnee Brando of Bugs and Rats, KTB, Negative One, and most recently, Little Priest. How's it going, man? What's going
1: on, man? How are you?
0: Not too bad. Uh, just chilling. It's been uh, probably like six months, I think, since I've seen you in person.
1: Really? Has it been that probably? long?
0: Pretty close to that. At least Five.
1: Yeah, well, don't feel bad. I haven't seen anybody. <laughs> yeah. What was the last you know, show that you? Nobody's went to? seen that. The last show? Uh, Do you remember? I might be. I might be wrong. I. I mean, I feel like it might have been a band called Wound Man. I don't know if you heard of them. They're. They're like a. They're out of New Bedford. They're like a hardcore band. Really oh, good band. We're, that might have been. I seen. I, I might have seen some other shitty show that I can't remember. <laughs> you know, the last one I can remember was going to see Wound Man. Where was that uh, what the fuck did I see them i see the Middle east maybe oh word yeah i wasn't I wasn't keeping track of this shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, you get that uh did you get to the murphy's law show or did-
1: no the me and my me and my girlfriend were um we were about to leave, but we were just conflicted about it because that's right yeah. like that's the that's the week then when like the shit really hit the fan right. so we we were kind of just like sitting in the car we were like eh i don't know we probably shouldn't go because murphy's law probably more than any other band is like full contact it's like people spitting beer in your face yeah and, you know what i'm saying it's like we're like eh, mm-hmm. let's just fucking not do it I, i've seen murphy's law a million times you know
0: yeah totally yeah that was like i think.
1: Friday the 13th that was like like you said like right when the shit hit the fan exactly and I'm mildly superstitious yeah. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> I was like yeah maybe, maybe we should just rein it in you know and try to be well behaved I think previous to that night I really wasn't that worried about it at all you know same but then yeah, I, yeah. I had tickets to go uh I had tickets to go see Doug Stanhope right oh shit yeah yeah, and then, like, the day before, I checked with um, the Wilbur, and they said it was still on, but then the day of the show, they canceled it, and honestly, that's, like, when it got real for me. Right. <laughs> I yeah. was like, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, man. I really wanted to hear what Stan Hope had to say. But...
0: Yeah, he would be, like, the perfect person for, for this shit. I would love to hear, like, him or any any of those, like, those kind of comedians,
1: like, uh Right yeah i burn. tend i tend to like look to comedians for perspective these days you know <laughs> be it good or bad because you know? yeah. com- comedians have like kind of replaced what bands used to be for me you know like uh like comedians can still say whatever the fuck they want and they yeah and they just piss people off you know what i mean like bands don't really do that anymore you know right i find myself listening to like a lot more comedy than i do music these days
2: is there any diy comedy not i mean i'm the equivalent of uh a punk band but in the comedic comedic realm if you know what i'm saying
1: not that i know of i mean the thing is i listen to a lot of comedy i don't go to that much comedy um but i don't i mean i don't know anything of in the underground i mean the you know, you know Angela Sawyer. I mean, she does underground comedy and stuff. Um,
2: sure, yep. I went to
1: one of her nights at the Midway once, but you know, that's like the extent of my local comedy going. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, cool. Yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the DIY comedy scene. You know,
0: same. Yeah. What well, were you gonna say?
2: No, there's a lot there's a lot out there i'm sure i'm sure maybe we just don't know about it but what is some of your
1: yeah i don't i don't know how you would get plugged into it and
2: <laughs> in, in the greater who would you recommend for someone who's you know I, for me i don't really haven't really delved much into comedy so i need some recommendations what do you what would you say
1: i mean my favorite comedians i, I would say like my top five favorite comedians ever are Patrice O'Neill, Bill Hicks, Doug Stanhope, George Carlin, and uh I don't know, probably Mitch Hedberg, you know. Those mm-hmm. guys. Which I think I think is probably like like a pretty like typical list, you know.
0: You know yeah.
1: I, I love solid, all though. those
0: guys. Pretty oh solid. definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I uh <laughs> grew up just I loved Bill Hicks as I still do but I like was obsessed with Bill Hicks in high school
1: Yeah me, too. me yeah. too I mean honestly I first heard about Bill Hicks through I think I think it was probably Tool Same You know they like I remember like they had a record with a picture of Bill Hicks on the inside and I think I kind of just found out about him through there You know and then I saw the um the first the first CD I got him by him was like uh called flying saucer tour yeah, he's, yeah. Playing a show, he's playing a show in pittsburgh and uh nobody's laughing and he's just and he's just pissed the whole time that nobody's laughing you know yeah. and eventually just starts, he eventually just starts attacking the crowd but it's impressive because he just he just doesn't relent you know you can mm-hmm. tell that he never thinks that it's him <laughs> you know like he never yeah. thinks like he's at fault but i'm not laughing which I always thought was pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, lo- I love that album. Yeah, you you exactly. Like, no one's – they're not into it, and he's just, like – he's, like, uh, talking to someone who's on the phone, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, why don't we both call my agent, and I'll fire him or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, what are you guys, drug dealers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's – no, but he yeah. has that, like, awesome – that awesome bit, and I've heard him do it on other shows where he's just, like – you know it's my desire to be stared at like a dog that's just been shown a card trick yeah. <laughs> i'm like is there like a better fucking better image for, for an audience that just doesn't get it
0: yeah exactly yeah um, great. Awesome. yeah i know i saw that post uh what people were doing the 10 albums one and i know you you mentioned uh oh, yeah. that album yeah yeah um yeah and we were talking, we've talked to uh, before about Nirvana and I know it's like so many people mentioned in Nirvana as being a big influence, but uh, when I've talked to you about it, it's like what you said really has stood out to me. It, like I can see like the influence it had. Um, I was just kind of wondering like what it was like when you were a kid, like 11 or whatever, 12 and first saw Nirvana on, on MTV. I
1: mean, it blew my mind. I mean, it was just like, you know, it was you gotta understand, it's hard to explain to someone, but you know, if I was born in 1980, and you know, my parents were still in high school when they had me, so it was like M- MTV was just on all the time, you know? So I was like, I was just a kid that was just constantly watching it, you know, like obsessed with music since like Thriller came out, you know, Michael Jackson. But you would watch MTV as your main music source in the 80s, you know, and you would just see like, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, all the fucking new wave bands. And then you would like, you know, you would. And then in the late 80s, you had like, you know, Guns N' Roses, all the hair metal bands and, you know, like Warrant, Cinderella. And, you know, like, I mean, hip hop was sprinkled in there. You know, the late 80s were really great for hip hop you know which you know it was in my house you know, had like rob bass and run dmc shit like that and um you know but still like i kind of just thought like the only bands that existed were on MTV or on the radio so at the time when nirvana came out you would just have like you know you had like the warrant cherry pie video which is just like you know the band is like spraying this woman with a fucking fire hose, and like, like just dogging her out and like throwing shit at her. It's like just crazy sexist, crazy just misogynistic. And you would see that all the time. And then all of a sudden, like the Smells Like Teen Spirit video started being in rotation, and you're looking at it and like it didn't look anything like anything else that was on. You know this. Like the the only women in the video had like armpit hair. They had like fucking anarchy symbols on their sh- shirts. You know, it's like kids are flipping off bleachers. You know, you couldn't see his face. You know, you couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just it was like murky and it was just you know just really fucking bizarre. And it was one of those things that it took like a couple weeks to process process it you know you'd see it every day but then like once it got in your brain i mean i was just so fucking hooked on it but like i mean i guess like the bigger thing in my life anyway was that it really introduced me to underground culture you know because um like i said i didn't think bands existed that weren't on mtv before that you know so you would read interviews you'd read like circus magazine You know, and it would have Nirvana interviews, but it would also have like Guns N' Roses and Poison interviews. But in the midst of that, Nirvana would be talking about like Black Flag and Flipper and all these bands. So I was a kid, I was like 11, you know, be like, what the fuck are those bands? You know, like they all just sounded so bizarre and strange, but I was like just super intrigued. So I found like a um, found a Black Flag tape at my local record store, Quincy Records and Tapes where I ended up working for years. And you know, it came with an SST catalog and you know, you'd read all those band names like the Meat Puppets and Husker Doo and all that shit. And it just seems so bizarre, you know? But like I said, I was just wildly intrigued and that's really how I got into underground music or just underground culture in general, you know? It's through that and um, you know, I don't, I don't think that's an aspect of Nirvana that's overlooked you know it's definitely part of their legacy but i mean it's like you know i mean it's it's all like this shit where like oh they changed music and they brought real music to the radio and it's like yeah they did that for like a minute you know and then it turned into shit almost immediately (laughs) you know their real influence is like you know what it introduced kids to you know that there was something beyond all that bullshit i mean at least that's what it did for me you know and they're this, this still my favorite band in the world. I mean, they're basically, like, my favorite thing in the world, <laughs> you know? Wow.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, how can you not, but it's, like, uh, to this day, though, still kids here at Nirvana get really big into them, and obviously, now they have the internet and everything, but still people, you look at those interviews, and Kurt Cobain is naming, like like you said, the bands
1: you mentioned. Right.
0: And, like, wearing the Daniel Johnson shirt at the MTV Awards. Right. And I do,
1: yeah. That's how I heard about Daniel Johnson. Yeah, exactly. You know? Because yeah, back and then I... you didn't have that many sources of <laughs> right sources of information. So you would have to watch, like I said, you'd have to watch MTV, like listen to the radio or like, I mean, I was only like 11. So I didn't mm. know about I couldn't go to shows really. You know what I mean? I started to go to shows like a couple years later when I was 13, but Previous to that, it would be MTV and whatever. So, you know, if Purple Bain had a Daniel Johnson shirt on, you'd want to know what that was. You know. Was there a
2: way to find out about Daniel Because there, you know, this was before the internet.
1: Right. I mean you'd have to you'd have to find it at a store. You know? I see. You'd have to like you know, you'd have to you'd have to do legwork. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like, uh, i
2: don't know what you that know, is me and,
1: yeah i know you don't it sucks but, you, know, it's like, uh, you know like me and my friend we would uh you know i had this friend josh heffernan you know who was in a nirvana with me and you know we got into like punk rock together but we'd go to newberry comics or something back when newberry comics was cool you know at one time newberry comics was like the greatest fucking record store ever But, uh, you know, we'd go and be like, oh, I want to hear Daniel Johnson. So I would get the Daniel Johnson record and he'd be like, oh, I got like, I'm buying like half Japanese or some shit. So and then we would and then we would play each other records over the phone. You know, like just kind of just do stuff like that. And like I said, a lot of a lot of records came with catalogs and stuff. So you would find out bands like that. Another really cool way was like. um Fucking uh, like rock magazines would have like T-shirt sections in the back, so you'd like look at all the you know the T-shirts and things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. find out about like metal bands, all that shit, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, I kind of, uh, I mean, I guess. So Mm -hmm. I was born in nineteen ninety. So I think by the time I was getting into that stuff, you know, there was the internet and shit like that right i sort of like that that's a little like simpler curation in a way than rather than just having like the vast amount of shit on the internet because i feel like what happens is just right. too much, much and then there's not as much of like i don't know i don't know i, I guess it's like as opposed to a radio show or like you said like a magazine or, or record store having more than like a
1: influence in that way it's, right, like there's just like, there's just too yeah. too much fucking music now. It's like yeah, it's too, much, too yeah. much. You know, it's like well, um, it's just, yeah. You gotta think like like when I was a kid and I wanted to hear millions of dead cops. Okay, it it would, it would there there's like still bands that I really wanted to hear back then that I like haven't heard because I just never came across their record or I never came across their tape. But like, now, like now, like basically what I'm trying to say is if you liked, wanted to hear millions of dead cops, you would have to, you know, we used to take the train into Harvard square, go to Tang records and try to find a record, which meant you actually kind of had to care about it a little, you know, (laughs) whereas now some fucking kid is sitting in his bedroom and he goes, I want to hear Millions of Dead Cops. He puts it on YouTube. He listens to it for two seconds and goes, oh, I don't like it. And then doesn't bother with it. Whereas if I spent $10 on a Millions of Dead Cops tapes, I kind of had to convince myself I liked it because I just fucking spent $10 on
2: it. Oh, that's interesting <laughs> point. <know>? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's you true. I, I thought I mean, of that even
0: with movies too. like Like going to the video yeah. store. Right. Yeah, then you had more of a commitment, like, we're going to watch this as opposed to just, God, oh, fuck, I'll just put something else on a Netflix.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just didn't have as many options, you know? I mean, it's like, I'm not putting it down. I mean, shit changes. I mean, you know, right. I do my best not to fucking shit on younger kids because people shit on me when I was a kid and I don't, you know, every generation shits on the generation after <laughs> You know what I mean? And like, I don't want to be like that because people definitely told me like the music I listened to wasn't music. People told me that Nirvana wasn't music, public enemy wasn't music. And it's like, like, come on, man. So I'm not going to tell some fucking kid that what they're doing is shit. But on one hand, it's like, I don't know. you, You definitely like lose a certain thing with the culture because like I said, you just don't have to care about it. You don't have to, you can, you had to go you had to go like actually see people with the same interests to get into shit, whereas now it's like you don't have to leave your bedroom to get a black flag shirt, a leather jacket, a fucking you know um or whatever you know an exploited c d you can do it all in five minutes from your bedroom <laughs> you know it's 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 just totally different, you know. It is what it is, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, in, it's introduced, I think the cool thing about the internet is it's, um, it's like exposed a lot of like, like sub genres that were out there, you know, like, um, mm. like little pockets of things that I don't think people would be listening to as much if there wasn't the internet, like, uh, I was thinking about the other day, like, I mean, do you know that band um, Squirrel Bait? No, no. I mean, they're a really great band. You should check that band out. But, you know, they're They're an old band from the 80s, you know, that I like. And, you know, if you do research on the Internet, it seems like a lot of people are into, like, squirrel bait or something. But I, I don't think a lot of people would be if the Internet wasn't around and didn't introduce you to some of those bands, you know, just like smaller bands, you know, like weird Reggae subgenres or, or like world music. I listen to a lot of like world music these days that I probably wouldn't listen to if I didn't have the internet because I'm not going to go spend thirty dollars on you know Brazilian vinyl or something. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, you know, no, there's
0: definitely like positives too. Just even just being able to access all this stuff is definitely a plus, and like it's it's significantly cheaper too so i mean that yeah that makes yeah. it good
1: too <laughs> yeah um yeah that's great i mean you know because like I, i've had a problem with my car like my car died of like about a month ago oh shit, yes. and um like the engine blew and so i had to buy a new car and i bought this car and it doesn't have like an aux input for the radio mm-hmm. all it has is a cd player so i had to go down in my basement where i am now And, you know, just bust out like this box of scratch CDs, you know, uh, and try to find music to listen to, you know, and, uh, you know, I went and bought a couple CDs from Deep Thoughts and I, I realized that I was actually listening to those records instead of just fucking skipping through Spotify (laughs) and all that, you know, like listening to like two seconds of a song and then being like, oh, I don't like it, you know? Yeah you know, just finding records and actually listening to records, you know, that was kind of cool, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. I was going to ask you, you mentioned going to shows when you were 13, uh, so these, like, hardcore shows, or what kind of stuff were you getting into
1: at that time? I started going to hardcore shows, you know, when I was 15, you know, like, uh, like 13, 14, like, I mean, the only things I was really able to, go to as much where you know like bigger kind of shows or maybe like mid level shows. Like I like I think I've seen like hole and like white zombie and stuff. You know, Hard. around that time. But like the I would say like when I was fifteen is really when like hardcore, like I really got involved in hardcore. Uh you know, I went I went to go see a, a local band called Sam Black Church. Um who still to this day I think of the best live band of all time you know uh you can listen to their records and their records are pretty cool but i don't think it would do it justice as it does to see them live like they were fucking unreal but i seen like them and the slapshot at mama kin yeah 95 and then i just i had been going i started going to hardcore shows like every week after that it was just like super intoxicating you know i mean the whole vibe of Boston hardcore back then was just so menacing and, like, you know, just, you know, dangerous. Like, it's funny to me when people talk about, like, rock and roll danger, like, all these stupid bands that, like, invoke danger. Because, like, if you grew up going to hardcore shows in the 90s, like, you were actually in danger, (laughs) you know? Like you could actually fucking really get hurt. A lot of people got hurt, you know. The fights all the time. It was just like a gang thing, basically. Was it
2: people older than you, or was it like a combination of teens and uh, older people? I I guess it
1: it was a combination. It's mostly guys in their twenties, you know, Mm. Um, guys who've been doing the hardcore thing for since like the '80s and things like that, Um, you know. But I will say that there were a lot more young kids at shows back then um you know mm. boston punk and hardcore in the 90s was huge it was so big because you had you know in 94 that's when um that's when green day broke oh right wow. you know <laughs> so you know green day got a lot of kids into punk like punk really blew up then so you would have just you know, kids of all types just, you know, like it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be unheard of for a thousand people to be at a local Boston punk show. Wow. You know Jeez. I mean that that could that could happen. I mean most shows were still probably but you know, most shows are probably about like two or three hundred, but even by today's standard, that's a lot of people.
0: Yeah, you know? totally. Uh most of the shows I feel like we're going to like it's significantly less than
1: that. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy less. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's night and day, but you know, yeah. as far as like local bands back then, you had like, you know, the dropkick Murphys when they first started who were, you know, say what you want about them. And, you know, I'll, I'll say they suck now, but back then they were pretty amazing. It was pretty cool having, you know, grown up in, you know, Boston, Quincy, to like mm-hmm. see a band band that like really did kind of represent what, it was like back then you know like they really represented boston to the fullest and i thought that was pretty fucking cool at the time you know like uh you know the fucking bagpipes and the irish union culture all that shit yeah you know um you know so they were huge but they were still local so it was really cool seeing them and then you had like other bands like the showcase showdown and um I don't know, vigilantes, uh, toxic narcotic, just like Boston was really like a, like a punk rock city back then. You know, it was known all over the world as being one of the premier punk rock cities, you know, which is pretty impressive considering, considering its small size in comparison to like say New York or Philly or whatever, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, you were talking about um, also on that ten album thing that they have uh, blood for blood, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Yeah. I heard of uh, notorious stories of like their shows and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, they were insane. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I like I said, man, I'm 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 a lot older. I necessarily wouldn't really like recommend their music too much. You know, yeah. It's like it. They're, they're not a band I really throw on anymore. But when I was like. 15 16 it was pretty fucking amazing to I me mean, you know i mean they were just like their whole vibe was just so menacing <laughs> you know i mean you know it's like you would go to the rat and it would just it would, dude, it would be terrifying it was just it was really just like a gang fight nobody smiling you know it like wasn't like a a fun thing it was just, <laughs> it was just like it was just like fucking scary you know but, you know, when you're 15 and, you know, that's, sh- that's, you know, that was like your world. So I don't know. You know, now that I'm 40, I look back on it and I'm like, I'm, I'm, a lot of that behavior is like disgusting to me. And I try not to be around it as much as possible. But when I was 15, it was definitely more attractive, you know? <laughs> Plus, yeah, it's totally. also like, like I said, it's it's just, it's just important to have like local bands you look up to. You know, I mean, that's, that's a, I think that's another thing the internet's kind of fucked up a little bit is that like, your scenes aren't as localized anymore. You know, where it's like, um, things don't have like, the time to just like grow and be nurtured and sound like your city. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. I I know what you mean. It hasn't been like that uh,
2: in Boston for uh, (laughs) a, a quick minute.
1: Right, like they like. There's not any bands I can think of that really sound like a Boston band. It hasn't been like that for a long time, you know. And it sounds it sounds weird to say. It. The only band I can really think of is like I kind of I kind of like thought Ski Mask was like a cool Boston band. Yeah, know? totally. Because uh, I don't know, just the way Andy talks shit, <laughs> you know, it's like a, it's like such a Boston thing, you know. I mean, he was like the king of talking shit, you know.
0: Yeah, they're they're a great band.
1: I would, I would say they're my, they're probably my favorite Boston band ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were awesome. I was listening to the, uh, cute mutant the yeah. other day. Yeah. It's classic. Um, well, they're, so, a, they're another
1: bit, ba- they're another band like Sam Black Church where it's like, the record doesn't do it justice, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's a, totally. It's a great record. Yeah. But like, dude, you had to see them live. They were so fucking hilarious, you know? It's like it was like you could fucking you could dance. It was like punk as fuck, you know, but it was unique, you know, just like even the instrumentation was unique. Like I don't know, I, I, I can't think of another band I've really seen do what they do. No. You know? It's like it just it's basically just like Andy talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: they, they were like one of the first local bands we saw, so it was a great introduction. I mean, they weren't the first, but they were like one of the first ones sort of i mean not when i say that it's like i i kind of exclude like the years of like suburban kind of bullshit and like bigger shit but uh right but it, you're like a local scene like a smaller yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah exactly not just like my friend's band or something you
1: know nice right right
0: so yeah, they, they were blew one of my first, mind
1: yeah. man they fucking yeah. blew my mind you know i mean they kind of like you know, it's like you go through periods in, in you know, Boston, because, you know, the, the population changes here so much that, yeah. like, you know, uh, sometimes bands will, it'll be really fucking great for a while. And then it just kind of goes away, you know, because kids leave, they go, you know, they're only hip for school and they leave, right. you know, but I would say the time that, like, Ski Mask and Gorilla Toss and the Patriots came out, like, that, that was, like, my favorite period of Boston music ever. Ever, you know that that's was awesome. uh that type of shit is exact that's exactly what i like you know like even like fact creeps in there too yep you know it's like all that mu- all that music was super smart super unique but it was like aggressive you could dance to it it was it was punk as fuck but it didn't have like that shitty thing that like punk has where it's like it's basically like you're in high school or something <laughs> yeah. was it yeah, like that, we, that yeah, at all could, it's like Heather's, like on a clockwork arm vibe. <laughs> it's like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: So I was going to say, was it before, prior to like Ski Mask and Gorilla Toss and all that? Because that's like what Chris said, that's when we first really started getting into it and, and stuff. But before that in Boston, yeah. was there a- anything comparable, like in the, uh, I don't know, any, any time leading up to that?
1: What do you mean comparable? Like comparable in
2: this? Uh, I guess so. Uh, well, not. I wouldn't say. I would say not hardcore, but noisy. Uh, actually, I don't even, I wouldn't even say. I
1: don't know. I guess. I know what you mean. I know, you know what, you what I'm mean. saying. Like, like in the previous decade, like I, I like I kind of dropped out for a little bit you know like i mm-hmm. i uh i did hardcore like pretty like i always listen to all types of music but like i did hardcore a lot from like 95 to 2002 okay and you know like i after that like i mean hardcore really started to get like too fucking violent for me and it was like the people i was hanging out with Like we're kind of the ones doing the violence, and I was like, "Dude, I don't want anything to do with this. Like, I hate this." So I kind of just dropped out, and uh, I kind of didn't really go to shows for a while. You know, it's like I got into drugs a lot, so I kind of just like just I missed a lot in that decade. But honestly, I don't think there was much going on. Mm, But you did have like cool shit. You know, that's like that's like when like Lightning Bolt was big. You know, like they started. So like you know, you had all that like warehouse shit. In Providence and like all the bands that surrounded that, um, and like that decade's kind of a lost decade for me as far as like music is concerned, you know. Uh, as far as a local thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't be I the got you. best one to answer that. Like there's there's certain bands that like people really like that like I never really listened to that much, like Officer May or, um, you know, like I mean Bugs and Rats played. We started in 2003 and we didn't it didn't seem like we had anybody to play with you know we Hmm. like we were around for we were around from 2003 and we didn't start playing with any bands we liked until like Gorilla Toss and Ski Mask started playing in like 2012. oh shit you know so like if there were bands that were around like i don't know like i wasn't i really wasn't social back then so i didn't really like i didn't even like really like learn how to be social until like those bands came out and like i got off drugs (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so if if there was like some way into that scene i didn't know what it was you know right so yeah
0: because i've uh you know i've listened to a lot of bugs and rats and i've noticed like just over the years tons of releases but then i've read like some of like the reviews and they're like Where's this band been? And like like, whoa, this is like you know, like uh, like we've never heard of them before or something. Like this is really cool.
1: Yeah, no, so one, even, like, no one yeah, no one fucking cares. Dude, this is this is like the first interview I've ever done in my life. Like nobody gives a shit. It's like uh, you know, like how do you get people to give a shit? Like I don't know. I always just kind of figured like I would make my band good. Yeah. And that's it, and that's it. And then maybe someone would be into it. But all that other shit you have to do to get people to listen yeah. to your band, like, I just, I don't want to do it. Uh, most importantly, I don't know how to do it. Like, if if I knew how to do it, maybe I would do it, you yeah. know? But well, it just, I, seems, it just yeah. seems like fucking, like, a, seems like a waste of time. It's just like, why don't you just try to be in a good fucking band? and dude, you know well, what's happening because
2: everyone we talk to they always they always say your legacy speaks for itself everyone always says bugs and rats you know literally everyone we talk to so yeah really
1: i don't well, know that surprises me i wouldn't say
2: literally everyone but
0: yeah I, lot, I was gonna say i wouldn't say everyone but a lot of people <laughs> but a have, lot of people you have, might have be name surprised dropped you and name drop yeah. Cool. yeah
1: that's cool Absolutely. i mean i, I I think the people who like us really like us. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think like whatever we try to do, we just try to like, like I said, just be like a good band. Like if you, if you come out to see us, I want it to be fun, Right. you know, it's like, I want everybody to have fun, you know, mm-hmm. I want to, I just like, it's, I sound like a fucking caveman, but I kind of just like want to rock. I just yeah. want like, nah, I I to like, I just want to like bug out, you know, I want it to be loud, you know, and just whatever can make it, fucking like a party you know but uh you know but all that other shit you know like it really wasn't until i started hanging out with like gorilla toss and stuff like that that you like see like how a like a band works you know like um are you there yeah yeah okay yeah Sorry. <laughs> as far, <laughs> I mean, as, far like as, as what just like how do you how do you operate it like i don't want to say a business but you know what i mean it's kind of like like how do we shit. keep move yeah like how do yeah. we keep moving forward with this band like like i mean just watching them was really amazing like you know cuz like they they keep pushing it musically no matter what they're doing like it's like whatever they were doing last week they're not doing this week and I always respected that, but they also like had the ability to like maneuver into that like I don't know like that pitchfork world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold, hold like, on. What... We're we're gonna
2: we're gonna lose you in less than one minute. It's saying we don't. So would you so be we, down to do another session. session? Yeah, yeah, of course. We're just right. starting to get cool. into some real good shit. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. It just needs to, like, process, so just, it'll be, like, four minutes, and then we'll get you the link.
1: Just send me the link again, and uh, we'll do it like that, because I'm, s- yep. you're going to, like, guide me, because I'm stupid <laughs> with technology, so. Okay. Yeah, me too, so. <laughs> all right, all right. Peace.
2: Peace. Actually, I don't know how to leave. Okay. Oh,
1: no, they. They were just like the first band that I was ever like around that really operated like that, you know. It, yeah. was, it was it was just kind of interesting to watch. Like I, you know, it. I mean, it's it's it seems maybe hard to believe, but like I I just really didn't hang out with too many musicians until I was in my 30s, you know. Like I've been around this shit forever, and I like I know plenty of people, but none of my close friends. Like I'm basically like a like a Quincy townie, do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah, like all of my friends are from Quincy, and they're all just like you know they're all just like regular people like working class people, whatever you know druggies, whatever you know what I mean it's yeah. like uh it's like you know we're all into music and we're all been into that shit, but you know not not on that level we don't we never like you know studied music or anything like that, so. Hanging out with them was like just kind of eye opening. I'm like, oh, that's that's how a real band operates, mm. you know? Like, uh, and like so, like what uh, kind of stuff?
0: Like as far as like uh, just like like touring, right? Okay, I was gonna that guy was gonna say like uh, going on tour yeah,
1: touring, making records, and like hiring a publicist. you I mean? Like. Yeah. Like I never even like we I've put out records, I put out plenty of records, but they're, they're all like just put out we I, I don't know if the only time anyone's ever put out my record was like Feedin' Tube put out right. the last bugs and rats record. Do you know that's what I pretty, mean? Yeah. Like Yeah. That's Do they have it. any like, bug Uh not really. I mean they might, but I don't know that didn't really happen for us, I mean, they got um what's his face Byron Coley, yeah, you know, who's uh you know who's a fucking legend in the yeah you know the underground, whatever you know, yeah, DG he does minor notes and all that shit, you know? right, yeah, exactly, I say he does but, all the feeding tube, yeah uh, I mean I, lo- I love those guys like I mean yeah. feeding tube really does God's work, you know really, and uh but yeah, they're the only ones who ever really put out my record like they put out our adidas record on vinyl but that record was out for five years before they even put it out we just on like cdr you Mm. know what i'm saying yeah you know what it's like no one no one's ever offered help in any regard (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like not even slightly (laughs) to see like uh like a band like gorilla toss and the way they operate i'm like oh okay that's that's like how a band works you know whereas yeah. i just i don't i don't know how to be in that world i don't I have no fucking clue
0: whatsoever honestly the i i mean i'm not, not as much from a band perspective like doing like the blog and record label and putting on shows over the years i still don't really i don't know like you said earlier about something like like yeah how, how do people, like, care or whatever, or get to know it or whatever? It's like, I still really don't know, and any other mm-hmm. stuff I see does just seem kind of, like, lame a lot of times. I don't mean necessarily, I don't mean, like, any band or label, but just, no, like, I, the kind of stuff. Know, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. It's it just like, seems weird. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to, like... It's stupid.
1: It's, yeah, like... <laughs> <don't wanna>,
0: yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, exactly, yeah. It's stu- I don't want to do, like, some stupid, like, I don't know, thing in, it, like, a... Uh, article or something where it's like i look goofy or something got to do with some like stupid shit and then like email someone about it and be like well it just hey, makes you feel
1: uh, it just makes you feel <laughs> slimy yeah exactly <laughs> yeah
0: it really I does
1: feel fucking, i feel like dirty anytime yeah. like i'm like like even some people like i'm like hey can i uh, can my band play that show i feel yeah. stupid even doing that shit you know but it's like i don't know that's yeah. what you got to do uh and it's weird too because it's like every band that you know about really kind of they do that shit, and you're like, what is this prize you're all going for at the end? Because it doesn't even seem like there's much payoff to paying a publicist nah. and and doing all the shit. Like, what what do you get? You yeah. might you might be famous, but probably not you're probably going to play South by Southwest three times. And the third time you're going to fucking hate it. Cause you hate being in this fucking band now, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's just work. You know? Right. So, and it's like, you yeah. know, it's, I mean, if you can work out a situation where it's like, there's no effort involved, then like, Hey, more power to you. But if you're like paying money to play shows and like, all, like, ugh yeah no it's so gross and it's like nobody cares about these fucking bands like like i'll see all these bands just like year after year that just seem like massively popular and i'll be like oh my god i hate this fucking band i hate this fucking band they suck (laughs) and i'm like i'm like why do people like them and i I just can't figure out why people like all these fucking bands you gotta hear about all the time i think it's just because they're in fucking on um, blogs and all this other shit but they're they might suck more than poppins they do <laughs> <laughs> they do
0: <laughs> no i think um, it's probably true. a lot of the times they do if not most of the time because it's like you can like kind of bombs. yeah well you I can like, also yeah. fool some of these these hipsters you can kind of just fool them to be like you know they're like this might be some band that like really sucks it's overproduced and they suck live and then they're like oh that's just like what they're how they're supposed to sound like or whatever some shit and it's yeah. like I feel like the bigger the band you have to get to like that big 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 level where pop star you have to like even if it sucks music itself I feel like you have to, have to be good at a certain point whereas like some of these bands that you see that are like kind of like indie level shit it's like you see, it's like I'm seeing way better bands in just in basements and other
1: oh my god I know. Yeah. yeah. The, the best shows are always in basements. You know, I remember, I remember like, uh, it was actually around that time that like I was going to see like Ski Mask and Gorilla Toss and the Patriots, like Sarah Lee, Honey Bunnies. Mm. And like all, all these fucking bands that were playing around that time. Like Now Denial, a bunch of bands, right? Yeah. And I remember like that same year, it was probably like 2012, 2013. Like, I went to Mm -hmm. go see My Bloody Valentine at um, House of Blues. And I, like, one song in, I was like, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I fucking hate this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm all, I'm like, why am I here? I'm only here so I can, like, say I was here because it's, it's it's not comfortable to stand in a crowd of sweaty people and just, like, watch a band. Like, I, I don't get much pleasure out of, like, watching bands. Like, I, I want, like, people flipping off the PA speaker. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want, like, something fucking kind of entertaining going on. Because, like, just watching people play music, like, I don't know. It just doesn't entertain me that much. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Like, and... If I can sit down, it's cool. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I, like, I like watching music if I can sit. If I have to stand, I'm like, ugh. Can someone just get, like, fucking punched in the face, please? Just yeah. There's some energy in this room. Please.
0: Yeah, well, we are we're talking about that before. Of, like, there's way too many bands that they just look like they're bored when they play. Yeah. And, and the show is boring. And it's like, why the fuck am I here? Like, why am I watching this band right now? Like, well, why, it's are like you even,
1: why are you making this? Well, it's like they're just, like, detached. And, like, their t- detachedness is, like, uh, it's like an act. You know, it's like, uh, they, it's like, we're, we're like so cool that playing this show is like just interrupting my fucking coolness. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I
2: don't know. I I just wonder why. No, go on. Sorry.
1: I just, I just wonder why like a lot of people like are are playing music a lot of the time. It's like you, you very rarely see anybody with like any vision as far as what they're trying to do. It's like, they just kind of just like want to be in a band because they just want to be in a band. You know, there's uh, there's nothing really going on. And like, my personal taste, like I don't really care what you do, as long as you have like some intent about what you want to do. Like, you know, I think that's why like dance music works because like, oh, what are we trying to do? We're trying to get people to dance. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, like it has, a, it has a purpose. So they like, when they're making music, they go, what can we do to make people dance? You know? And that's like why I still go to hardcore shows. Because it's like, what can we do to get the kids to run around in a circle real fast? And then they mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? There's a point to it. But this other kind of world that like me and you, like we dwell in a bit, you know? Like, uh, like the no scene kind of scene you know like all the bands that like you know circulate around the hassle and stuff like that it's like a lot of them just don't know what they're doing like they're not they're not punk they're not anything they're just kind of like bland and just uh you know I don't in think recent know times they're you're saying? Least, just forever, forever. <laughs> <laughs> just i've always fucking existed I don't know. I I'm maybe I should just try not to be so negative. I feel like I'm being kind of negative right now. No, no, I think you're onto something I,
2: I don't. I I'm curious what I think. Well, I mean, I think I know what you're saying, but do you think it depends on what what time it is or what year it was? Because would you argue that <laughs> a lot of those bands like were hassle bands from 2012 and 13? Not necessarily they were hassle bands, but like they were I'm around not, a lot I'm of not, those shows. They're not like and,
1: hassle bands. Like I just want to clarify that I'm not I'm not saying <laughs> right. anything bad about the hassle, but I right. I just meant like hassle bands because they they cover a lot of bases. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. they, yeah. yeah, totally. They they always kind of like they grabbed bands that didn't really fit into other scenes. That's what's great about them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of like shitty bands float through that. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I, yeah. whatever. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking. About. <laughs> uh, you know shitty bands flow through everything but like i don't know i can kind of watch like a shitty punk band more than i can watch like a shitty indie band or like a mm. like a twee, a twee band or something because a shitty hardcore band will still make kids flip off a pa speaker and i can enjoy that <laughs> whereas whereas like if i see like some just like boring indie rock band there's nothing else to watch at the show it's just like it's just finally
2: your mind starts to wander
1: yeah i just i it's like how long are they gonna play like (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: it's always
0: way longer than ever than i mean obviously the whole thing i mean sucks but like if it's like it just feels like it goes on for an eternity goes on forever yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i actually have a love hate relationship with like a lot of the uh the acoustic kind of thing where uh and I, I don't like the music but I kind of in a weird way I'm like I kind of well it, it's it, it just stays with me and a lot of times I, I hate the music where you're gonna have the guy who then you know in between songs he's gonna kind of like talk about his life and shit and talk about <laughs> what the song's gonna be about and everything and, you know, and probably yeah. give up some like big uh political message in there so everyone can clap around and you know. Yeah, and like give him an ego boost. And
1: honestly, dude, that's 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 bothers me more than anything about yeah. music lately. It's it's just like that. Everything like has to be yeah. political now, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. everything. everything. Right. like And
0: fuck oh. Donald Trump, as if like yeah. I mean, I agree a hundred percent. But like, okay, so what? So is my grandmother saying that right now? You're not saying you know, this like bold statement in a room full of people who agree with you, obviously.
1: Like <laughs> you Donald know, like, Trump. Like yeah, yeah, we know. We <laughs> yeah. know. Like <laughs> raping women is, but yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Everything's bad. I know, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm, I'm at, I'm here like, you know, there's plenty of bands. I go and see that for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't say that. Please don't take it. Right. Because I'm saying. That. Yeah. And Which, I agree hundred percent. Like I said, there's, just, know, there's no obviously. balance right now. There's no yeah. balance. It's like, you know, like I don't think the Ramones ever went on stage and said anything fucking political, you know, but if they were if they were around today people would fucking be forcing them to say something or like they wouldn't be able to play a show and it's like dude i don't i don't want to hear the ramones talk about fucking you know chinese commerce you know it's like it's like i just want to hear them fucking sing about girls and bubblegum you know yeah what the fuck
0: (laughs) yeah no i i hear you it's um yeah, I mean, t- maybe Johnny may have some politically, but <laughs> probably not actually. Well, probably not thing. on stage.
1: That's the thing too, Johnny. He's he's a right wing Republican. Yeah. Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? If he were alive today, no doubt he would be a Trump supporter. Oh yeah. But like, what, what? What? Am I gonna stop listening to the Ramones for that?
0: No. You know it, yeah. Saying? Exactly.
1: It's yeah. like give me a give me a fucking break, dude. That shit is like that shit drives me crazy. Like, you don't have to agree with him. I don't agree right. with him. I hate. I hate Donald Trump. But I'll still yeah. listen to like a band that like voted for Donald Trump. Like I don't. I don't care.
0: Right. You know? It's like separating the artist from you know whatever the art itself. You know, it's like yeah. I, I don't
1: even have to like. I don't. I don't have to be involved in Johnny Ramone's life.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Like you know what I'm saying. Like I want to be sedated. Like cool. I want to <laughs> yeah. be sedated too. Like that's about it. Like it's a little different, you know, like if that type of stuff is in the music, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. then like I might have a hard time listening to it, you know, but there's like you know, like I said, there's plenty of bands I like that have like reprehensible views on the world, yeah. but you know it's like uh, you know, when I was younger, a lot of my friends like you know they listen to like screwdriver,
2: you know oh, screwdriver, yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. Like that's that they'd be like, well, they have good songs. I'd be like, dude, I can't even listen to this, you know, because it's like all that fucking racist shit is in the music, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't listen to this. This is, you know, not because I can't, but just because I don't like it, you know. Like I don't, I don't want to hear that shit, you know. But you Mm -hmm. know, like I said, the the Ramones, like I don't care that he he, you know, was a Republican. It means nothing to me. It's like my my parents are Republicans. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah it's like what am i gonna do not talk to my parents because they fucking voted for trump like come on it's ridiculous yeah no i, I know you man
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man yeah it's like i don't know yeah I, I agree with what you're saying it's uh just i guess i don't know everyone feels compelled i guess to say all the shit but Whatever. I think
1: the I think a lot of people just feel forced, you know. That's
0: true too. Pressure, yeah.
1: It is. It's just like I don't know, it's just like somewhere along the lines, it's just like it just infiltrated everything now. You know? Yeah,
0: and it's kind of going back to what we were saying with the comedians though, I think though Right. where like you can they do you know, there's like a, a little bit more of a freedom with what they what they can say, you know.
1: And Yeah. Well, was, you know what it is? It is they yeah. they don't they don't necessarily have more freedom. That's right. the thing. It's just like they're just willing to accept the consequences more sure. than bands are. Like comedians say whatever the fuck they want, and they get shit for it. You know, it's not yeah. like they don't get shit, but they weather it. You know, because they yeah. know in their hearts where they're coming from. Whereas bands, they don't they don't do that anymore, man. It's just like. The second someone says like, oh well, we think you're this, they just instantly bow to it. And like I haven't I haven't seen too many bands of late be like, fuck you, fuck you, go fuck yourself. Like yeah, I'm not that. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Like try to stop me. That's like that's like the attitude I like when bands yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you said balls. <laughs> have balls and like stand behind what you feel stand behind what you feel yeah you know that could be anybody you know what i'm saying like i said that could be the ramones it could be bikini kill it could be fucking anybody you know Mm -hmm. i mean i i like i just like that attitude in in bands you know just bands that just like stand by their fucking words and just uh weather the storm you know
0: yeah i agree Mm -hmm. um Actually, oh, so I wanted to ask you about, uh, just going back a little bit, so I know you said Bugs and Rats started in 03, were you yeah. in any bands before Bugs and Rats?
1: Yeah, we, uh, I mean, we, we had a, a hardcore band called Brando, you know, that's why people call me Shawnee Brando, okay, but, um, you know, it was it was a hardcore band, you know, it was like a, you know, like a hardcore band. And, uh, you know, that started like when I was, I was like 18. So like it started in like 98 and we did that for about five years. Um, but yeah, then I I don't know, towards the end of it, like the songs just started getting like noisier and more like more aggressive, but not so much like, you know, your standard hardcore shit. And, um, I don't know. It just kind of came out of that, and I just did, I just didn't want to play straight hardcore anymore, you know. So, you know, but uh, Kelzo, you know, the drummer from Bugs and sure. Rats, he was in Brando, uh, and Raddick, he was in Brando for a minute too. So everybody in Bugs and Rats was in Brando for a minute. Oh wow! All Quincy heads? Yeah, we're just Quincy. You know, Bugs and Rats was, always had the same three people. You know, we're just we're just like childhood friends. You know, so yeah. Just you know, just it just started a desire to just not want to be a hardcore band, you know. Just kind of just like get more into like the 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 my roots, I guess necessarily my punk rock roots, which I guess would be like bands like Nirvana and Flipper and you know Black Flag and shit like that, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to the tough guy hardcore that happened right. in my my late teens, you know. So.
2: When you played hardcore you know. shows, was there ever any band? I was always wondering this because I haven't really been to any strict hardcore shows, maybe a couple of times, but can't really think of it. But I was always wondering, would were there any bands that would show up that would just kind of, you know, they'd be lumped in with the hardcore, but they would just sort of be totally different than a lot of that straight forward hardcore
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, that happened all the time. I mean, uh, I mean, you definitely have like, you definitely have like renegades of that scene. Like even like, I mean, I don't know how much you know about like hardcore metal and stuff, but I mean, you ever ever heard of like, you know, Converge or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like Converge. I'll look them up. Converge, like they, yeah. I mean, Converge is a, you know, they're, they're a massive Boston band, you know, they, uh, but they started off playing hardcore shows in the 90s, you know, and mm-hmm. they were never like a straight, they were never a straight hardcore band, you know. Um, but if you listen to them now, I mean, it's just, I mean, I guess you can see the hardcore roots, but they're just like a really incredible metal band with like just lots of different elements. You know, and they're, they're live, their live shows were the most fucking insane shows ever back in the day, you know. But like, you know, they were like like real renegades of the scene um
2: was there anyone you know, on the slower end of the scale like daniel Johnston kind of thing that you wouldn't think would <laughs> oh no <laughs> that you wouldn't Ooh. you wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> like thrown in there no <laughs> like you not. wouldn't think would be hardcore <laughs> exactly. but it would, everyone would start like dancing and like going nuts even though like it wasn't identifiably hardcore that's kind of what i'm thinking of did that you No,
1: know, you didn't have a lot of that in hardcore like hard, like I don't know. You it, hardcore is a little more like dangerous. At least the hardcore scene I came up, there, you know, there were different hardcore scenes, you know. Uh I guess in a, you know, you kind of had like tough guy hardcore in Boston. Uh-huh. Then you had like straight edge hardcore, but then like you also had like this um you had like a like a more like DIY scene. Like so you would you would have these bands like they're not from Boston, but you would have bands like dystopia, assuck, like, a lot of these, like, bands, they call them, um, they're called power violence, you know, oh, which is, yeah. like, mm-hmm. another subgenre of hardcore, but I remember, like, at those types of shows, you you would have a guy, like, um, Adam in his package, he was kind of, like, a, like, a fucking weird dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that shit sometimes, you know, but I can't, I can't think of, like, too many things beyond that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, it's one of those, it's just, uh,
2: that might just be a stoner thought.
1: Yeah. I'm not not no, really a real... <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question. It's a good question.
0: Yeah, we're, we're new to this. <laughs> <laughs> you? guys have been doing this for a while, haven't you? Uh, the podcast <laughs> itself, we just started in, like, May or something.
1: Oh, you just started the podcast.
0: Yeah, we've been doing, like, we just use the name kids like you and me on, like, anything we do, because I don't feel like starting a new name for anything <laughs>
2: we've
1: been but, talking uh, to people it always... since we were yeah. kids well that's yeah, what i'm yeah, asking exactly. I, I mean i've heard of you know i've known the name for a long time Has it has it always been you too yeah 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 cool man at first, oh, at first cool, it was literally just cool.
2: us yeah
0: yeah, yeah that's what's kind of funny we haven't gotten much write-ups or anything but it's funny whenever anyone's written about it they always like Kind of like make up like an origin, but like, <laughs> like two kids were motivated by like the local community. i like, no, nah, we didn't know like any local shit when we started it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone just like wrote that, I guess. But I've, it's, I've yeah. seen shit like that, but we like slowly got into like local shit. But yeah,
1: yeah, man, no, it's cool. I mean, it's like, I'm glad you guys are doing it. know yeah. I'm, I'm happy to talk it. to you guys. Yeah, no, I've definitely. Well, appreciate cool. you talking to you. So that's like the that's like the same thing with bugs and rats. Like we've just been we've just been doing it forever and no one cared, but we're still doing it, you know, whereas Yeah, it's great. A lot of fucking you know, a lot of people uh you know, they just they people fall out of this shit real quick. Yeah, you know? It's like that's you know, sometimes I don't I try not to get too mad at like some people within the scene because I'm like, dude, they're gonna be gone yeah in like a year or two and I'm still gonna be here, you know? Same with you guys. I mean, you guys have been doing this for a long time now. I mean, so yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, that's a long time, man. You
0: know? mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. I kind of I think of it as it. I still think of it as like we're new to shit and like we're always doing new shit. So I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you can just look at it like, dude, you're just living your life. Like yeah. it's like instead of instead of trying to build like some fucking corporate enterprise with yeah, exactly. the shit. yeah. It's just like, you just you just like music this is like a way for you to be in touch with music
0: yep yeah you know no saying? exactly yeah, uh, yeah
1: that's that's good that's you know that's why i'll fucking talk to you
0: <laughs> yeah i appreciate it man yeah, yeah man. It, it like i i do kind of um i mean obviously bugs and rats run around a lot longer than us but like i know you mean the, lo- the longevity it's, it's like it's just you just doing it, yeah. It's, there's no like, at least for us, like there's not like, oh, that's our like goal, or there's not like one like one thing that we're like pointing at or trying to. Right.
2: So, do you feel I don't know. pretty, yeah, Johnny? Yeah. Do you feel pretty good about what could you know once music gets back and all that crap in the Boston underground, you know, stuff that we would go to? Do you feel pretty good about that stuff going forward or? kinda of neutral,
1: negative. No. <laughs> no, I don't I don't feel good. I don't like I honestly don't feel that good about the world, man. Like I really yeah. don't. Like it's it's like uh I don't I don't have any high hopes, you know? It's like uh I think I think everything just is just gonna lead to more oppression, you know? Uh I have pretty bleak outlook on it. You know, I mean I kinda looked I, I had like a kind of a bit of a bleak outlook on the scene before that. You know, like I said, it's just it's 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 moved so far away from being about art and music. It's like it's like when I was younger, you know, you would see, um, you know, you would come home from school and you'd watch like Oprah or like Donahue or something. And you'd see Ice-T and Jella Biafra and they'd all be like arguing with Tipa Gore and the (laughs) religious right. And uh, because, you know, they'd be fighting Against censorship and all the shit, but like I'm telling you, man, like, like the kids fucking censor themselves now. The kids like are have turned into like what Tipper Gore was back in the day. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, it's like the way the way that like people attack bands these days for like some perceived slight is like really disturbing to me. You know, especially like because back then, like. You know, like, I mean, you even had John Denver fucking come out and defend, like, (laughs) hip-hop. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because he was an artist. And he saw that, like, art needed to be protected. But, like, I don't know. The kids, they don't see it like that anymore, you know? They, like, they just attack fucking bands all the time. And it bothers me, you know? And it's, like, really hard to fight that shit and be, like... Listen man, if you shut this person down, you're going to be shut down next. Like that's how this goes. Like you can't you can't like fucking sense of people like that. You know? That's just my outlook on it. So like I don't I feel I've seen the scene like eating itself for the past like 5 or 6 years. You know? And uh that's the type of shit that really bothers me. You know? So I don't have like too many high hopes for it, but um you know, plus like all the clubs closed down, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, where the fuck is people even gonna play? You know, like, what are what are we even going back to? Like, you know, I don't know. We've been in quarantine for months now. Like, I have people like been making cool music during quarantine. Like, do you know of any? I don't. I don't really. You know.
0: You got I your uh,
1: yeah. You bought your music. album. Yeah, you bought my album. That's cool. Yeah, man, that was good. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, totally. But it's like, you know, it's like, where's like your sense of responsibility? You know, it's like, you got to have like some sense of responsibility to like your local scene and be like, all right, I got to try to make like good music for this. Because if I don't fucking take care of this, like, who will? You know what I mean? I don't mean me. I just mean like, I like other people to kind of feel like that. Like there's some responsibility to keep this going. You know? Like you, that's what I thought punk rock and hardcore was about. Like you have to keep this going, you know. You you have to do something. You have to get involved and do this. Like it's not just going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I mean
0: that's cool, dude. I I know what you mean,
1: and uh
0: I think that's absolutely true. And I think that. There isn't enough uh, people talking right now about, like, what's going to happen as far as, like, I don't know, what the fuck's, well, yeah, what's the plan? Like, what's happening, you know, when shit does, okay, so, yeah, we go back, and what are we going back to,
1: you know? Right, like, is it just the same old shit? Because it it, it just didn't seem that great, like, <laughs> like you know, there wasn't that, sh- sh- but that that shit's only getting stronger, you know? It's just like, you know. Just the the world's fucking crazy, man. I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen, but there's just a dark, ominous feeling to everything. And, like, I feel it, you know? It, it's, it's like, permeated in everything, to me, anyway. And it's, like, you know... But I don't know. I'm working on a fucking new album right now. I'm in, like, a real studio, you know? So, oh, shit. you know, I'm I'm going to try my best... To make some cool shit, I think it's cool. I think it's like cool, interesting shit. I don't think it really sounds like anything else. But nice. you know, therein lies another problem. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like who the who the fuck's gonna listen to it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to get people to listen to it. You know. So. Yeah. No, it's it's.
0: uh I don't know either, man. About <laughs> get people to pay attention to shit. It's like. Do- man
1: yeah they, they, you know, and like, uh yeah. you know, just people are just people are like talking like we're never gonna have shows again, and' it's like, oh God <laughs> yeah. well i don't i I just don't know, I don't know what the fucking future will yeah,
0: we've been scouting locations,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Man, we're get, yeah, we're it, gonna get back on this basement shit, yeah. you know, we're gotta like really find some basements, right. What that's do you what think saying, about, yeah, saying, I know right? that you
2: you have an interest in going around to vacated properties. Is this correct?
1: Yeah, me and my girlfriend have, like, become addicted to it.
2: Yeah, to, what's We've, that like? Uh, I, I don't know anything about that. I mean, it
1: seems, it's just fun.
2: Yeah, it seems it's fun. just really
1: fun. Like, uh, I mean, she used to, you know, my girlfriend, she used to live on the streets. You know, she used to, like... Uh, used to hop trains and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, so she has like some attraction to that type of thing um, I don't know it's, it's just like a, it's like an adventure a little bit it's like you know just breaking into like some weird building <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like we, basically we just get in the car and we start driving you know we just pick a direction and we drive we'll drive for hours you know mm-hmm. and if we're driving and in our travels we see something weird on the side of the road we figure out how to get inside you know and uh i don't know it's just been really fun it's like i don't know i'm like one of those people that finds like beauty in decay you know mm-hmm. like i like i like a lot of that like gothic kind of beauty you know uh like last week we found like this abandoned dog track oh yeah i saw
2: that that looks so cool
1: yeah it was really cool it was, but I mean, it was just super huge and just like, like I said, we just spotted that from the side of the road. Like it was deep in the woods and we're like, all right, let's go figure mm-hmm. that out, you know, but we got like even more deep into it when, you know, quarantine first jumped off, you know, because yeah. there's, there's no one around, there's no one on the roads. It's like, so we can just do, do all this shit and not be seen, you know, but now, now it's become an addiction. Like we're just like fully addicted to this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's really fun. It's romantic, you know? I like romance. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Let's bring romance back. Everybody should... You should commit crimes with your you lady. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It'll bring you closer together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened to fucking romance? Everybody's, you know... What happened to holding hands, man? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need more of that. That's what we that's what the music scene needs. We need romance. But I But do you think I, it would be I don't be know un- if that's allowed anymore. <laughs> would it be unreasonable to bring a
2: generator out to say that abandoned dog track and just get some shit going?
1: Dude, that would be sick. I mean Yeah, I mean I've I've thought about that. I've thought about that type of thing. Um yeah. I wonder I wonder how like, I mean, you know, um, millions of shows have been done like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how to promote that because it's like cause this is what I mean. It's like you'll let's say you make like some event page for that. <laughs> it would just be us three. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, let's say you invite a lot of people to that. Like at this yeah. point, the the showgoers are gonna rat you out because you're congregating <laughs> in, like, a group of three or more. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, with the fucking COVID and all that, you're just gonna have, like, people ratting you out, you know? I, yeah, I know.
2: Even if even if there is plenty of space to distant each other.
1: Yeah, it's outdoors. But who wants to even do that? This is what I mean. It's, like, who wants yeah. to go to a show where you have to, like, stand apart from each right. other? Right. It's, like, like these quarantine shows that people are doing online like I get it you know what I'm saying I get like people's desire for music and to see all this stuff but that like that shit is depressing yeah I know what you mean it's like you know what I mean it just just like reminds me of what I'm not doing right
2: yeah it reminds me of when I was sad in my room yeah I used to do that kind of
1: stuff yeah pretending that I'm with people yeah (laughs) You know what I mean, but but I'm not. It's like, dude, like, how about this? How about we just all die together? How about that? That's like how I feel. I at this point, it's just like, dude, I'm I'm willing to die. Like, let's just fucking have a show, go balls out, and die at the end of it. Like, that's that's how much I like music. Let's just die. You no, know?
2: you're the first person to to put that in those terms. But you're capturing sure what, everyone's, what everyone's thinking of.
1: But why not? Like, f- <laughs> how committed are you to this? Yeah, you know, ex- exactly. Like, you're, you're gonna die. You know? Like, what are you really missing if you die? Like, whatever, it'll be great. High stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a good way to go out. I like <laughs> to go out on a show. Well, those bands better be fucking good.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. They better be the best fans
1: though. Yeah, I saw this thing like New York was doing where they were like showing how shows are gonna be set up, like they'll have like these X's on the floors and you'll have to like stand on the X and all this shit. And it's just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> wouldn't do that. I wouldn't Yeah, like I and I guarantee you the fucking ticket prices will be the same. I don't know. Yeah. Oh
2: no, yeah, they'll be oh. they'll they'll go up.
1: It, yeah, yeah, they could be worse. Yeah, they will be worse. Yeah, I mean, There's people, but they still gotta make that money. You know, who wants to do that? I don't want to do that. You know, I wonder if there's some shows going on. I feel like there's got to be something. I've heard of some, um, or like one or, one or I've heard weekend, of one I think. that was
0: like a. Oh, there is there. Oh yeah, I did hear about like a no or like, like there was a noise show. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But there's one at the bear cages.
1: Okay. But that's outside. Yeah. Yeah, we you can get away with that shit.
0: Yeah.
1: No. I'm talking like like a right. sweaty basement. You know?
2: Oh, there was in in Pittsburgh a hardcore show.
1: Oh, the uh, is it this is hardcore?
2: Did you hear about that? I don't know what it was, but I just I read about that.
1: I don't know. Some people were pissed. All
0: right. Uh, Group sex or wild in the streets?
1: Uh, I like wild in the streets. All right. Cool. That was the first one I got, so I'm kind of partial to it.
0: Gotcha. Yep. All right.
1: Go on. Go. Um, uh,
2: Selfie. Now we're Southie in 1995.
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh I mean I I mean obviously in 95, you know, cuz Southie now sucks, you know.
2: Hey, I just wanted to mouth off on Southie.
1: Southie's okay. I mean, was okay. I mean, you know, I I lived there. apparently I lived there for a little bit when I was a kid. Uh I didn't know. I was like super young, but uh, and my mom used to date a guy from the projects over there, so we were over there a lot. So I have like a lot of memories of Southie, and it's just a it's just a wildly different place now. You know, it's funny when you the way you see it portrayed on a national scale, the way it's portrayed as like this Irish mafia haven, but like it used to be, but it's just not anymore. But people still ask you about it when you're out of town, and it's kind of annoying, but you know like any other place like brooklyn or wherever the fuck you know it's Mm -hmm. just crazy different you know it it sucks that you have to long for the days of crime and uh you know it's like instead of all this fucking nice shit you can't afford (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah
1: you know i got you all right jeffrey johnson or gay disco i like gay disco Gay Disco, like, is, I think, better as, like, a whole. Like, front to back, it's great. I love Jeffrey Johnson, you know? There's a couple of jams on that that I love, you know? But I, I guess I have oh, to go yeah. Disco. You know, going on that tour with them was pretty fucking exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Plus, that was, like, their upswing, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, when they were starting to, get, like, go beyond Boston as far as people knowing who they were. So it was, like, kind of exciting to see that, you know? Yeah. Definitely like, Definitely, like, really, like cherish those memories of just like going out of town with them every weekend and going on tour with them that shit was fucking great. Was that your first tour with Bugs and Rats? I never No, I never we never toured together. Oh, okay. I but like when Gorilla toss lived in Boston, I would I would just hop in the the van every weekend when they went out of town to play. So like I'd just go oh, to okay. New York, go to Vermont or you know wherever they were playing. I would just I would just travel with them all the time and you know when they were going on the gay disco tour the night before I was like I'm coming and they were like okay so I off, awesome. in, the van, off
0: nice.
1: in the van and went with them. you know it was fucking yeah it was fun it was super fun I love doing that with them I was really bummed when they moved you know super bummed yeah totally What
2: what's your favorite of all time illegal venue
1: illegal venue uh I don't know. I really liked. uh, I liked the butcher shop a lot. Butcher shop was Mm. pretty cool. Like I thought, I thought it was a really good room. Uh, I I lived at the White House for two years, so you know, I really liked the White House. Yeah. Lot. I liked all the different phases of it. You know, like like way before I lived there, how it was just kind of like this like hippie spot. You know, and then when did you you live there? I lived there 2013 to 16 or 15. I th- I lived there for like two years. But, you know, it's like the same thing we were saying within like the scene. It's like when I moved there, it was, you know, it was like an artist collective. And when I moved in, I kind of felt like the responsibility to be making art. And everybody who lived there was making some type of art. But then it started to become like more about like politics and things like that and like you'd have like a house meeting and like about new roommates and like people would like want to feel like quotas be like oh we need to get like a person of color in the house I'd be like what are we fucking talking about like like we just live here you know like it became like about like politics it just became like weird you know and I my standing in the house kind of like fell out a little bit you know Mm-hmm. But that, I really liked the White House at the time. Gay Gardens was cool, you know.
2: Yeah. Did, did you like Great Scott?
1: Not particularly. Fuck Great Scott. You know, I'm not. No, not like fuck Great Scotts. I want. I want like all these places that have music to survive. You know, mm-hmm. like right. I, I would never say fuck. Like even the Can'tab. Like I got the news today. The Can'tab's closing. Like yeah. I fucking hate the Can'tab. <laughs> we love that place but yeah i know a lot of people hated it i hate that fucking place but i'm I'm still bummed that it's gone yeah you know like i said I i want all of us yeah i want all of us involved in this shit to be able to survive and it's depressing that that place is gone you know but you know i didn't particularly like it like the same with great scott like i didn't particularly like great scott you know, uh, as far as like clubs go, like I really liked The Rat when I was a kid that was in Kemla Square. Uh, you know, uh, Middle East, you know, obviously like the Middle East, I've been going there since I was a kid. You know, it's been a lot of spaces over the years, but you know, mm-hmm. I would say like The Rat was definitely my favorite club. You know, it was just like really dingy and you know, it was just, it was just a what cool was it comparable to
2: like, for like. I'm trying I can't even really imagine it. What would you compare it to as of like a recent venue?
1: The rat?
2: Yeah. Lanterns of the size and the vibe and shit.
1: Oh, I don't I mean, I would you know, I mean it's it's Boston's version of CBGB's. Mm-hmm. You know? Which which is it's just like a like a dingy ass basement fucking club. You know, I mean, just legendary shows there, you know, Suicide, you know, the Ramones, whoever, like everybody Mm -hmm. played there. But, you know, you would have you would have like Saturday and Sunday matinees. So like Sunday would be like punk matinees, all ages punk matinees. And then Sunday would be like hardcore all ages matinees. You know, you know, you, you had like tons and tons of all ages shows in Boston until about 1998 when this girl I know broke her neck at uh a, a anti-hero show. Uh, and then, like, a couple of the Patriots jumped off stage and broke someone's fucking neck, too. So that's why you don't have all-ages shows that much in Boston these days. You know? God oh, damn. Um,
0: all right. Let's see. Come up with uh, another question now. <laughs> All right. Let's see you know, fuck it. Yeah, Glenn, you go.
2: Wow. Chris, what's the Doing matter? Turn back to you. I'm pretty uh, tired. <laughs> uh well let's see. What do we got there? Um uh what's your favorite kind of
1: food, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, me and my girlfriend are addicted to a Thai restaurant called Rod D. Uh, oh, okay. That's in, that's in Brookline, but we, we eat there almost daily. It's been like almost two years that we eat there. We eat there like three times a week.
2: What do you What do you like to order? I'm I'm starting to get into Thai myself, and I just need some go, recommendations. It's called,
1: yeah, it's a spa in Brookline. It's called Rod D, R-O-D space D. Okay. God D by S I T T I. And uh I don't know. Everything I've ever eaten there is fucking delicious. We get uh I get this one called like uh Kai Himapan, which is uh-huh. like chicken and it's got like pineapples and cashews and shit. It's fucking delicious. They also got um the barbecue pork Thai style where they give you this like crazy sauce. I don't even know what's in it, but it's so good.
2: Oh, that sounds awesome.
1: But it's yeah, it's I'm full on addicted to it. But I would say also I eat pizza almost every day too. So, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a pizza head. Yeah, Sam, I I used to eat pizza
0: multiple times a day, and now I just do it a couple times a week. But
1: yeah, I'm like forty. I can't eat pizza every, like all the time. <sighs> yeah, I, I still probably eat it more than I should. But yes, same. I'm all trying right, to less. Oh, sorry, go. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm trying to eat better. I I, I cooked my first crockpot meal, you know, which is like, uh, you know, it's going to help because I don't cook. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can just leave all the shit in the pot, come back eight hours later and it's done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I have a last question for you. Favorite Simpsons episode. Favorite Simpsons episode? Yeah, um, I don't know. You know what one I really, really love? It's like the sweetest thing in the world is the one where like um, they find out Homer has a crayon in his brain.
0: Oh, shit. I'm um, watching that season right now. I haven't got to that episode yet, though.
1: Well, it's like uh, yeah, they find out Homer has a crayon. Oh yeah, no, story. I
0: know it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, yeah. I don't know it, but it's oh yeah, it's for, like that. for Glenn. <laughs> He become he becomes smart after they take the crayon out and he becomes really smart and he's like hanging out with Lisa and bonding with lisa and um but it's also ruining his life, so he wants to get the crayon put back in so he gets the crayon put back in and he's dumb again, but before he does it, he writes Lisa a note saying it's like a really sincere note just being like uh being like this time this past few weeks that I've got to spend with you have been amazing. You're an amazing person and I love you. And, uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, I haven't watched that. Episode. So I'm a huge, huge Simpsons fan, but I, I haven't really watched too much past like season eight in like over a decade. And you don't, I've been you don't really, need a, to, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that one's from like 12 and uh, I'm on a Simpsons marathon. Is it? And I'm, I'm in season. Yeah. It's in, I think so, anyway, because I've just started season 12, and I haven't gotten to that one, but I haven't seen it over a decade, but, but that's a really good, uh this is really, like, a good point, too, with, like, the show, because he's, with the crayon lodged in his brain, he's usually, <laughs> you know, he's Homer Simpson, and then with that, yeah. he suddenly
1: becomes, like, a genius, but then he becomes depressed. I just like, like, like I just yeah. like those really sweet moments The Simpsons has, yeah. you know? that that shows, like, the family guy don't have. Like, right. like I think the family guy is funny. Don't get me wrong. But it's yeah. like, you know, they're talking about, like, rape and hookers and all this other shit. It's like, you know, it gets to be, like, a bit much. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really yeah. have a problem with it. Like, I right. think it's funny. But it's like those sweet, nice moments about The Simpsons that I always like. The Simpsons usually has a happy ending.
0: Yeah, that's what separated them from... The other shows that they had, well, one thing that separated them from one of those other shows, even, like, South Park, too, is that they had, like, that sort of, you know, yeah. they cared about the characters a lot, and yeah. they actually... Yeah, it's a humanist yeah. show. It's a humanist yeah, exactly. show.
1: It's like, I mean, it's, uh there's all types of people on that show, and you can tell that everybody's respected, you know? It's like, it's basically the whole show is just, like, a comment on stereotypes, you know? Yeah. So... You know, but it's all done with heart and warmth. You know, that's why it's a shame when you see people like attacking Apu. You're like, yeah. dude, he's like everybody loves Apu. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, he's one of the more favorable <laughs> characters in the town. Like, mostly <laughs> of the characters are like,
1: yeah, you know, yeah. terrible. But I like yeah. that one. I like the, I like the Cape Fear one a lot.
0: Yeah, that's my yeah, that's my favorite one.
1: That's the one where I'm. That's like my favorite moment where he's like, when I tap on your foot and say hello, Mister Anson, you're gonna say hello. <laughs> And he's like, okay, yeah. I got it. And then he keeps tapping on his foot, and he's just like, I think he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, I I love that. That's, yeah, that episode's fucking amazing. It, you know, They were just delirious because they were up for like 20 hours right. just constantly writing, and that's why it's so seen, weird.
1: Have you ever seen Cape Fear? You
0: know, I started to watch the De Niro one uh, like, I, like, only made it through something. I was I didn't, like, well, I didn't plan on watching. It was just kind of on. I was in the room. Yeah. And I passed out, and I, I um. so I haven't watched all of But I've seen some of it, and it was kind of cool. I'm like, oh, shit. There he is, like, smoking cigar in the movie theater and all that shit.
1: Yeah, it might seem yeah. dated. Maybe, you know, it's like I was a kid when it came out, and I loved it, you yeah. know? it's a, But, so, but like, certain things, like, yeah, if, if you, they yeah, I can't tell if it seems dated or not you know, how that might look to, like, someone younger than me. Yeah. I mean, he did it, so, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't true. know. I watched well, actually, it. I thought. Oh, it yeah. About.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, a lot of his movies hold up really well, but actually, Random, this would be my real last question, though, because I noticed in Cape Fear, he was watching Problem Child. Did you ever <laughs> see any of those movies?
1: I saw that when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah, because I,
0: I watched those recently, because I used to watch those when I was a little kid, and I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is like, pretty horrible, but I, when I was a kid, I thought it was awesome, and I mean, like, like it was, like, the acting was, like, terrible, it was yeah. just, yeah, it's pretty horrendous, and, like, I remembered it being bad, but I remember liking it as a kid, but I didn't, I, like, remember it being that bad, and I'm like, oh, wow, this really just hold up well. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, no, of course. I haven't, I've like, carried too many, like, of those movies into my adult years, you know? Yeah. Like, I've, you know, like, a lot of, I, you know, when it when you, there's, like, a 40-year-old guy and he, like, still watches The Goonies or something. I'm like, really? He still watches <laughs> fucking Goonies? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, Star Wars and shit like that. I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, okay. You know? Yeah. It's like, there's literally a zillion movies out there. So, like, you could see a new one. Right. You know. No, like, I, no, I know, I I, know, what I, you, I know what you mean Goonies. that. I don't the Goonies for the fucking 100th time.
2: Did you see the movie Palm Springs?
1: No, I don't even know what that is.
2: Nah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you'd like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for bringing it
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I hey, never and seen... on that note.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I never... <laughs>
2: I never seen any movies like this. It was the idea is yeah. that you you wake up and then they can't escape that reality, and then they just every time they die or they sleep again, they go back to that the day before Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh. uh,
1: yeah, like <sighs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I guess. That
1: sucks. Yeah, it would suck.
0: Yeah, all right, man. You wanna? Do you have any yeah. uh, any shout outs or anything?
1: Uh, shout outs, now nothing, nothing much, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, I guess, like, like I said, I'm working, uh, on the thing called Little Priest, you know, you can get that on my band camp. Uh, that's like the main thing I'm working on these days. So, you know, you just go to like Little Priest band camp. I got a new one I'm working on too. Uh, and it's probably going to be like an, another Bugs and Rats EP coming out soon. I'm just like some old songs I got to finish, you know? But, uh, um, you know, other than that, and maybe me and Arian will uh, do some more KTB stuff. So, uh, that's yeah, all I would shit. say. Just, awesome. go, just go check out some tunes, you know. That's about it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having
1: me, man. It was fun. Hell yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Be safe. Yep. Right, take you care too. out there. Peace. Peace. Bye. Peace.